Hey, I'm Bert, and welcome to Season 2 of Dabbing with Washington Artists. If you're new to the show, the idea is simple. Six questions, six dabs. So pull up a chair, light your torches, as we interview the artists that make Washington, Washington. I'm Sir Charles. It's King Chaos. We're three and one records. And we are <laughs> with Dabbing with Washington Artists. As you guys can see, we've been doing some things today. Yes. So please excuse us. Yes. It is the great Northwest. Um, thank you for having us. Thank you. Um, it's been a pleasure and um, we're going to get into some things. Um, you can check us out in the link below. Check out the new EPs. Check out our Spotify. And um, thank you for all the good chronic and uh, the great questions. For today's series of dabs. We'll begin our smoke session with an Orange Kush, an L.A. Pop Rocks, and a High Life. And we will round out the session with a Maui Mango, a Green Crack, and a Mandarin Skittles. Hi, I'm Bert, and thank you guys for joining us today on Dabbing with Washington Artists. Today we are joined by some fucking royalty. We got King Chaos right here, and then we got Sir Charles of 3-in-1 Records. Welcome back, uh, Sir Charles. Thank you for It's been a little while. And uh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, man. Glad to have you guys. Uh, so uh, you've done this before. Yes. And uh, so this is this is your first time. <laughs> that, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Thank you guys for thank you for joining us. Thank you. Um, so if you guys are ready, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Um, so first off, we are going to start with some Orange Kush. Orange Kush is an indica dominant strain with a sweet and bitter terpene profile and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker couch locked and sedated. We scored a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on Evergreen Way in Everett. You gotta hold it or just press it once? I'll hold on to it. Yeah. Hold on to it. It's like, it's like the most scariest <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> That was a good one. There you go. That's a starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I if I if I got mine, but you know we'll we'll get it right. So uh, first thing we like to ask everybody here, uh, we know we've uh, seen this one before, but um, what role does cannabis play in your creative process? Well, I would say I'm gonna change it up from what I said the last time. I could kind of re- I can remember relatively how I broke it down, but um, in the assessment of the product you know what i mean like once it's once it's laid down yeah i think some goes into creating it of course you know you might have the time where you where you handle your business however you do it and then you know it gets the wheel spinning a certain kind of way but i really like listening to the music after i after you know i've i've smoked or whatever okay and um you just know it takes you to different places. You hear sounds that you don't usually hear or you pick up on certain things. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So um, that's how it works for me. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I it could be that. anything, though. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, I feel that. Like uh, I, it's, it's like going back and listening to a record that you've heard before. Yeah. But you, you listen to it stone for the first yeah. time. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now it makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. And how about you? And how about you? I'm, I'm Blunt Nation, man. You know, I'm pretty much the process. So... When it's time for me to get creative, I like grabbing the blunt, splitting it, taking the guts out, breaking down the chronic, preferably something very sticky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something that's hard to pull apart. Flower. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Then, like, honestly, when I roll a blunt, that's kind of when it starts for me, not even smoking it. 
I don't know why. It's just like that transition of getting ready, prepared to write something, listen to the music. And then as I'm actually writing, that's when I flame up. And it's just also a big creative process for me. I don't know much what it does, like I said, because I think I'm just in love with the process. Yeah. So, you know. Like, so, like, the ritual even just rolling up the blunt and everything. I like that. Like that. You know what I mean? Mindset, it puts me know? in the mindset. And ritual, then when I actually right. hit the it, blunt. I mean, that's what it turns into. Yeah, yeah like, real talk. Like, so, I don't even, I can't say just like the weed, but pretty much we'll uh, tag on to what he said. After it's done, that's when you get to, you know, really enjoy it. But, like, when I'm when I'm about to write it, I'm smoking. I don't even think I'm smoking. Like I said, it's just a ritual, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's more like... Habitual practices, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, I just need it in my hand. If I don't have it in my hand, I just feel incomplete. I guess, like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving on to our next one here. Um, this one is was it, L.A. Pop Rocks. Mm. So the color on this one's a little, like to me, it's a little interesting. I've never seen oil come out of color like this, but it smells really nice. Does pop rocks? Pop rocks. I, I always like just, rocks. I just like think of losing teeth. Mm. <laughs> it, smells <very laughs> it smells very sweet. Yeah, the pop, mm. pop pop pop. L.A. Pop Rocks is an indica dominant strain known for its intense body high and distinct terpene profile that pops on the tongue and lingers for minutes after. We picked up a gram of this terp dough at a shop on 112th Avenue in Everett. Sometimes in the very beginning, it's a little... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have to power up that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We see that thing. <clears throat> this is the coolest shit ever. It was, you know, it was like 30 bucks. That's for that cool little shit. For that little device, it's great. <laughs> it was a good investment. That's right. There you go. Doing good work, sir. All right. That was delicious. So the next thing we like to ask everyone is uh, how has living in Washington uh, influenced your creative process? Well, Washington is like, I like how we're, we're, we're in our own little space, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it creates this um, really diverse, unique situation of people coming from all over for whatever reason. Absolutely. You know, and it, and it kind of forces you to adapt to your own, you know, whatever comes of that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So um, with that, us being out here, you know, it we, we come with our original sound. We come with our own our own flavor. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. when we go when we go from here to another part. It's like you kind of stick out because it's like, wait, like, what, what is that from? Or what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. I think that's what's dope about the Northwest. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, our weather is, you know, fair. You know what I mean? <laughs> we can, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, for the most part, that's what I would say. Okay. Yeah. And how about you? Um, it's just like I like, like you said, Washington is a big melting pot. So mm-hmm. you know, we have a bunch of everything out here. But first and foremost, the weather does affect my music. You know, okay. Okay. it does because it's rain. I do a lot of lo-fi. Oh, nice, nice, nice. You know, I do a lot of uh, reality rap. I speak how I feel. So being in Washington, can't go outside much. So you're inside and, you know, you have to spend a lot of time with yourself. For sure. So I think that's the reflection of my music. It just, it's a lot, it's it's in depth. 
a mm-hmm. lot from being inside a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Washington <laughs> makes us moody. Yeah. Yeah. We're moody out here. Wait, yes. what? Are we? <laughs> yeah. Is that what we are? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's true, though. Yeah. You know? It is. Yeah. So that's that's Maybe. how, you know, that's how I get my music. It's like, at one point in time, mood music was going to be the yeah. move. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. M-U- D-E, you know, music used for different emotions. Then we grow accustomed, like, you know, then it's like some of us that we've been here, like, raised here, grew up here, was born here, right? We get used to the rain, and, like, you start to like it. And it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. I like it. This is what vitamin D deficiency yeah. sounds like. <laughs> but it definitely reflects the music, though. It does, yeah. It does, because, like, sure. you know, you hear somebody maybe in Cali, their music does sound a lot brighter. The next one we've got up, number three, is some high life. Hybrid is a hybrid strain bred here in Washington and has a distinct OG Kush and diesel flavor and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker relaxed and euphoric. We scored a gram of this batter at a shop on Bothell Everett Highway in Bothell. They just let us come out here and get high. This is crazy. Yeah, oh, that was much what we just do. <laughs> <laughs> that was life right there. Hold out that. <clears throat> yes, sir. Pass the torch, pass the torch. Pass the torch, you can left hand side. Yes, sir. There it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Gave a little extra oomph into that one. <laughs> um, so, moving on here. Uh, who have been some of your biggest influences, and who are you listening to right now? Ooh, oh my goodness. Um... Of course, I gotta say, Tupac Shakur. Of okay. course, that yeah. just goes without saying. Andre three thousand, yes. Most Def, <laughs> um, anything nineties basically. Big Pun, Big L, you nice. know. Of course, the old school heads like you know, like even if you talked about Rakim and like Cool Mo D and Big Daddy Kane and you know like Young LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying. There's a lot, a lot. That's that's basically where I think I get my formula from. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, when it comes to music now, you know, I'm kind. Of, I think I'm a victim of the times a little bit. Okay. You know, and I say that to say like I'm open minded to you know how things have changed and the new way of things. Sure. But like I'm just like I feel like it was such at a certain level at a certain era. You know, mm-hmm. we've gone through so many different eras of music in all genres. Sure. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And they're just in the nineties when the substance was real and the, and the, the beats were still hitting and, you know, mm-hmm. you could feel the passion. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. could feel the passion versus it being so much just about the job part of it. So, um, yeah, man, that's, that's where I'm from. And, and, you know, not just this, the new times or whatever, but For sure. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, it's just levels is all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's my, that's my two cents though. That's your two cents. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> everybody, he said, you know, I, that's, that's who I mess with as well, but I'm also a West Coast baby. Oh yeah. Yep. So, you know, I'm listening to a lot of new school West Coast artists, you know, like the G Pericos, the Pac-Man, okay. the RJs. The um, uh, Joe Moses is, you know, of course, rest in peace, Nip, Nip Hustle, Nip, yes, you know, Mozzie, you know, what I'm saying, uh, AD, Compton, AD, not AD, but AG, Forty Water, uh, Forty Water, mm-hmm. Cube, you know, also of the West Coast, of course, the old school West Coast legend, because Corrupt is, of course, my 
you know, favorite. Dog pound. You know, if I got to do my top five just to do it because I want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be three stacks for sure. Okay. Uh, rest in peace, Prodigy, uh, Corrupt, Styles P, and um, Scarface. And Nipsey was always my sixth man, you know what I mean? So I try, nice. to, I try to keep my ear to the streets a lot from... You know, being an old head, I try to, I always try to keep my hair to the street, but also West Coast doesn't get the respect we deserve, like in the industry. So I try to hold on to those artists and emulate that as much as I can. Also being from the Northwest, because mm-hmm. we get a lot of our flavor from the Bay first. Sure. I just happen to be from LA, so I know a lot of the LA artists, but of course it was the Mac Dre's, the Dunas, the... You know, E-40s, the Keith, the Sneaks, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. like, you know, uh, Brother Lynch's, you know what I'm saying? Sebo. Was Tech Nine? Is he West Coast? No, nah, he's from, uh, I think he's uh, Midwest, I think. Uh-huh. I think. So I try to hold on to the West Coast and really try to be, I don't want to say it like that, but like, you know, the next Snoop. There is nobody. You Uncle think it's Snoop. Snoop. You think of the West Coast? <laughs> you think of the West Coast, you think of Snoop. And then who? Exactly. <laughs> no one, you know what I mean? Or the game. But, you know, he barely gets his credit, so I'm a West Coast baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love it. The time everybody brings up Snoop, though. Like, he, that motherfucker has already won life. Like, yeah. he, he's already done what he wants to do. Now, you know he just, now he's just going around, like, just fucking around doing yeah. whatever. Now. Right. I got to get my boy in there. <laughs> K-Dot. Got to give K-Dot. K-Dot. Yeah, because he, he came and then he went. And I don't know if he, like, officially put his stamp on there because people still question K-Dot. You can't. Question Kendrick Lamar, motherfucker. I would say, yeah, he's probably like the most influential this time in this very moment. And that's Compton. That's Compton. (laughs) You know, but I like that. Awesome. I try to ride for the West. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you didn't get that already, right? Like, yeah, you took us up and down the West Coast, fool. (laughs) So here we're hitting the halfway point. Uh, We have some uh, Maui mango. Yes. And that, yeah, it's the terpy one. I love This one smells really good. Maui Mango is a sativa-dominant strain with an explosive terpene profile of sweet mangoes and bitter melons, and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker feeling chatty and social. We scored a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on 88th Avenue in Renton. life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it smells... <laughs> it smells exactly it's like that. it's supposed to. It's got that. It's mm. got that. Damn, yeah, I almost started coughing from smelling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. That is why they call you sir. Sir. Scissor. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. For having us. Thank you. Thank you, good sir. Yes. Yes. Come in you can perfect. taste all that. Coming in perfect formation. <laughs> so you guys have uh, a series of EPs coming out soon. Uh, what can you tell us about it? They actually have their, we have done them in installments. Mm-hmm. So we got 10 EPs total that we will Damn. have done. They're four songs each. Okay. And we've done one through five we have released already. And it's available on Bandcamp. Okay. Uh, we didn't do it on the the streaming um, this time around because we're kind of working on some techniques with some, you know, uh, 
release and marketing strategy. Okay. And, um, you know, we're using the band camp to engage people this time around and it's been nice. Yeah. Um, nice. It's called indigenous frequencies. Okay. So we're kind of, you know, trying to tap into the, you know, um, higher substance once again, the quality of life, the, you know, the positive, uplifting, vibrant rap. Okay. You know, some real like <clears throat> Wu Tang esque okay. type of stuff, you know, and we're very like, um, I would say we're very like, we're very yin and yang, but we still have a very correlating blend at the same time how we've developed over these EPs. Okay. And I'm gonna let you, now I'm gonna let you go in on the rest because I don't want to take all of it up. No, that was that was perfect. As far as production and you know and feel free yeah, to chime in. Tell us a little bit about the making of it. Um oh man. So it just started with our man Nikki Knox. So first shout out to our producers, the all Northwest yes, producers. Ten different nine different producers. All nice. from the all from the Northwest. Nice. Even our cover guy, shout out to Bolog from the Northwest. Shout out to Dean, which is our engineer from the Northwest. Guys down to Crispy. I'll get you the link too to it so that you can know uh, you know can Take your time whenever. Absolutely. And we can provide links down below in the uh, comment section if you want. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So everything, we just try to keep it Northwest. It just started with, of course, Volume 1. Our man NK Ultra Knox. Four tracks. Yeah, four songs. Each each one is four songs. I did one. He did one. And um, actually, I was supposed to do two. And, um, you know, he did the last one. So party and bullshit. I, I feel like that's yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're twenty one. Oh, I got <laughs> so they got the the song called Party and Bullshit on Volume One, and you know I I wrote my verse of course, and um, I wrote my verse to my other one, which is a uh, keep pressing. So this guy in the studio grabs his book and just kicks something to the the shit that I had ready. You know what wow. I mean? So it, the formula was he did we did two, I did one, he did one. Okay. Cool formula, right? Volume yeah. one. Talk to my man Bolar. He hooks up the cover and he's like, Yeah, you should do volume two, volume three, like that. And I'm like, Is there is no volume? <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? So I go to my man, I'm like, bro, we should make this with my idea now, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Bolar yeah, now. Of course it's mine now. Of course it's mine. So but but NK Ultra Knox and him originally was yeah. supposed to do the yeah, album. Yeah, we was gonna do an album of it. You know, what I mean? producer. So I had that, to I asked him permission after talking to the, the cover guy, like, you know what I mean? <clears throat> Would you think it'd be okay? I want to steal the homie's idea. Yeah. So, would you feel oh comfortable taking the volume further? So, yeah, we took it further. Boom, we nice. grabbed our second one, which is a uh, gas. Yeah, gas Chamberlain. Third Stewie, one, Stewie Newton. Fourth yeah, one, life. fifth. He produced one. the fifth one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rob Nolan on the sixth. <laughs> I only make that face because he made me produce the fifth one. Bro. His beats were good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's humble giant. Seven. N A K T. N A K T. Shout out to him. Nerds at the cool table. Yep. Eight. Eight. That's K five. Drew P is number nine. And then number and ten. We're working on. We we, we have, have we a couple We're working on okay. that. Which the idea is to take four different Northwest producers and put them on volume ten. Nice. Yeah, so, so that's just, the making. We try to just bring, you know, bring the bring the work, you know what I'm saying, and just have it available, and then you know people will catch it as they, fuck yeah, as they move along. So yeah, hell yeah, man. All right, so moving along, we have some green crap. Oh, yes. Time to, time to get everybody a little bit amped up. Because I know y'all were not talking of enough yet. Yeah. 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 Clearly, clearly, clearly. So, so we've got to uh, fix that. 
Green Crack is a sativa-dominant strain known for its kick of energy and distinct tangy and sweet taste. We scored a gram of this sticky crumble at a shop on 88th Avenue in Linwood. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Wow. Appreciate you, sir. That's yeah, I got you. Right. <laughs> he, was, he was clogged up. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Is he getting more and more adventures as we go? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, six? That's okay. I can do that now. <laughs> Right. So with the COVID lockdowns lifted and uh, artists performing live again, and artists performing live again. Wow, I said that dumb. No, (laughs) you're good, sir. Uh, What do you see, if anything, as being different or having changed for artists? I mean, people really took advantage of that lockdown. It became a very virtual lane. (laughs) And people really took that from celebrities all the way to underground artists. And um, I feel like just it opening now is what needs to happen because Mm -hmm. we've been locked up too much. So people are really engaging now. So where where local music probably wasn't important to the average listener Uh now is like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like from being locked up in the house, the underground, this person could be a superstar by simply putting on a good show. Yeah. So it worked to our advantage. And since people were at home. They're more, they're even more receptive to checking you out. Yes. So if you interact with him and you tell him, hey, here's where I'm at and here where you can find me from sitting in the house for all that long time, they have no problem looking you up now, mm-hmm. which before maybe the pandemic, people's attention span was so fried that yeah. you'll yeah. Do, you could do a good show. They'd probably be talking to somebody else. They wouldn't care. You can engage and tell them where to find you. They, they probably wouldn't sit down long enough to fucking even watch you. So it helped artists a lot. <clears throat> I've uh, been hearing a lot of similar uh, stories, yeah. No, yeah, and um, even being able to uh, being able to get back out there, you know, after all that time, we're ourselves were coming off of a uh, we were we were fortunate enough to have to have a shows during the pandemic and get out there. Um, we went to Louisville last year and performed at a festival in Louisville, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and uh, we opened for Styles P. And that was a really neat show because it was in front of a fresh crowd and people that weren't familiar with us per se. Nice. But we were still received very well, you know. And then we had the CeeLo Green and Goody Mob show just a couple nights ago. Hell yeah. Um, I was just about to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you should actually, I'll, 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 wait, I'll wait to, I'll wait to reflect No, no, on I was, was going to just, yeah. when you were, yeah. yeah. But, but as, the, as, as far as the live music goes... It helps much more. I think, like you said, the anticipation has been built up from people not getting the live um, experience. Mm-hmm. Um, the virtual experience was also good to give people a chance to get familiar with you if you if they weren't familiar yeah, with you yeah. as well. So I'm sure a lot of people thrived in that. And it's mm-hmm. also great content. Um, so it's all about where you are, I think, when it comes to it, too. You know, like sure. it can be intimidating and it can be, you know, a lot. All right. So. We're here at our uh, our final dab here, yes, and we've got some Mandarin Skittles. Yes. <laughs> Skittles. Skittles. Mandarin Skittles is an indica-dominant strain with a zesty, almost peppery and sweet terpene profile, and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker cloudy and couch-locked. We found a gram of this wax at a shop on Center Street in Tacoma. Yeah, there it goes. That's better. 
Then it came like EA Sports, baby. sound in the next five years yeah, a little bit i like i like that question um i would say it's kind of like everything in my process has really been so really organic i'm gonna say mm -hmm. whereas i i've been letting it come as it comes mm -hmm. and i take on every sound as a different every sound that comes is a different task or a different uh you know so I would only, the only thing that I, the, the couple of things that I would say, cause we've been working a lot on a lot of different sounds and trying to touch on yeah. different topics and trying to make sure that we cover, you know, the vast topics and things that we hadn't put into music really, mm -hmm. you know, even getting more personal in some things and, you know, on the EPs, you know, people will get kind of familiar with certain things that I mean, but, um, I would say like including the instrumentation would probably be the last, like the last yeah. of things to do is to get some orchestration around me, yeah. around yeah. us. And you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, vocalists on in certain aspects, okay. you know, yeah. and like, you know, just uh, us producing our own music ourselves. That's really like the last thing other than that is just like, you know, okay. Um, yeah, that's that's the best way for me to explain it because it's hard to say. It's so hard to say. I'm I'm saying it's hard to say where I will be in a certain light. Sure, you know what I mean. So yeah, sorry, man. I'm there now. So I'll <laughs> <laughs> and that basically touch on what he's saying is like get yeah, instrumentation. You know, mm -hmm. just have people behind us and um, international music is basically what we're aiming towards. So just to work with other artists from different countries. That'd be cool. Do you have any uh, out of country artists? Shout out to Groove House and the family out there in New Zealand. We met cool. them in Oregon Hemp Fest, and they doing their thing. Nice. You know, um, Giant Killer and the big and the big homie too. Um, those guys are, are doing their thing. Uh, that was the only people I could think of on top of my head though that we know like. No, personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that's like. That's it, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't, you can't get no better than that than producing your own music, you know, instrumentation mm -hmm. and, you know, vocalists from other countries. Like, hell yeah. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Like, any kind of collab with somebody from another you know? country would just be fucking. And be like, uh, London, UK, definitely where I'm trying to end because they like love hip hop over there, you know. The UK has their own they kind of brand on yeah, yeah, they do. They do. And to get in that circuit. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, hopefully, you guys had fun. Oh, man. Fucking you got me over here jabber drawing and I'm over here over here cracking we, we that, yeah. yeah I'm, over <laughs> I'm over here chatty cacky and awesome man well, appreciate thank you guys it. so much for coming uh, thank you guys for watching us today Honor. and uh, make sure to check out their guys's uh, links down below and uh, yeah. stay high everyone stay high everyone
Hey guys, thank you so much for watching. Remember to hit like or follow and uh, share with your friends. Bye. <laughs>